You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Lamel Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell asks his radio audience, what's your purpose and is that where you're focused? Are you really focused? Is your eye really on the goal? Let's join the conversation. Tonight's topic is, what's your purpose? Is that what you're focused on? So what's your purpose and is that what you're focused on? Last week I asked, does knowing your purpose in life change anything? My answer, if you know your purpose, you should be undoubtedly focused on that purpose. Now, at the beginning of the show, I always mention that I'm a life coach and my role as your host and life coach is all about helping you create shift in your life that allows you to live the best life possible. My role on this show is not to make you feel good. And I want to be clear about that. It's, uh, it's not to make you feel good. And now that may happen from time to time. I do want you to get motivated. I do want you to be inspired. But my job is not solely to make you feel good. My job is to get you thinking outside the box of your routines and your everyday to-dos. My job is to mentally shake you and wake you up. And that doesn't always feel good. I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, somebody ever been, you know, woke up out of a deep sleep. Sometimes you almost want to fight them. <laughs> you know, you ever been so tired it hurt to wake up? I know I have. You been like that, Zach? Oh, I I feel that way too often during this, <laughs> this whole graduate school thing. I'm like, ah, I got to get up. I know, man. And, you know, and, and you want that person to wake you up. You know, it doesn't feel bu- good, but somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. And so, uh, you know, wake up, Chicago. Wake up, America. Wake up, world. Inspirational perspective is on your radio. And I'm trying to wake you up because that's what I'm supposed to do. It's part of my purpose. So what are you supposed to be doing? What's your purpose? What are you focused on? Now, tonight's topic is based on the blog post, The Purpose of Having a Purpose. And uh, so we'll be revisiting that one. We'll also be discussing the blog post, Sandbags and Barricades. And so if you get on your computer right now and go to www.inspirationalperspective.com, you'll get a look at what we'll be talking about over the next you know, 45 minutes. So what's the purpose of having a purpose? Better yet, what's your purpose? And are you focused on that purpose? This is series two of the Purpose Conversation. In the words of Jay-Z, I'm on the practice field running two-a-days so I don't drop the ball when it's thrown my way. I'm focused, Zach. You focused, bro? I'm focused. Man, and if you don't really know what that means, two-a-days is a football terminology. You know, but just practicing twice a day. So when opportunity comes, you don't drop the ball, you know, because you never know which door the opportunity is going to knock on. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. But part of being ready is being focused. 
Uh, I'm also putting out sandbags and barricades so distractions of you know the, the distractions of life can't overflow my riverbanks and get in the way. You know, these things happen, right? That's what life is about. Um, I'm not sure if you all have read Sandbags and Barricades yet. All you have to do is just get online and go to the blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com and search for the word sandbag and you'll find it. Um, While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the blog. That way you don't miss another post. All right, let's get into the show. So I asked a few questions that I would like to get answered just to start the dialogue. But the one I really want to unpack tonight is, does knowing your purpose in life change anything? Does it change your focus? How do you stay focused on your purpose if you do know it? Tony Robbins, he has a quote. His quote says, one reason so few of us achieve what we truly want is that we never direct our focus. We never concentrate our power. Most people dabble their way through life, never deciding to master anything in particular. I thought that was a very powerful quote by Tony Obviously, someone who has focused himself. Um, So here's the deal. I'm revisiting this topic because I'm not sure you all got it in the one hour last week. And I'm super passionate about this. Like I said last week, I believe one of the main inhibitors of success, one of the fundamental problems we have as human beings in this life is the lack of definitive purpose and direction. But more importantly, One of the inhibitors of our success is our inability to focus. You know, so, you know, last week I said this, but purpose is the activator. And I would say focus is the laser. You know, that's that's really how you, you know, take all those gifts and talents and begin to get something done. And the only reason these gifts and talents are lying dormant in some of us is because we haven't activated them by working to understand and define our purpose in this life. And then after we activate them by identifying the purpose, focus on refining them into tools that we can use not only to prosper, but also to positively impact the lives of our loved ones, our neighbors, and possibly the world. There are so many of us right now that hold these precious treasures Inside that remain unactivated, unleashed, because we haven't taken the time to simply understand our purpose and then focus on that purpose. You know, last week I talked about, you know, the purpose of having a purpose is really to funnel your gifts, you know, to funnel your talents, to funnel your abilities in one direction so you can get something done. That's focus. You know, that's focus, folks. And so are you focused? I said it once, I'll say it again. The problem is that we are just spread too thin. We are so busy, we are so distracted that the gifts and talents that we have are completely diluted. You know, I used that term last week, you know, just diluted with no sense of purpose. Now, someone may be saying, especially those of you who know me, like, man, Linnell, you're one of the busiest people I know. And yeah, I'm busy, but guess what I'm busy doing? I'm busy living my purpose I'm focused, man. 
I'm focused on my purpose. And so, you know, I would say this. One of the things that I experience in being focused is bumping into barriers. And bumping into these barriers, one of the things I've, I've had to learn is, you know, you have to go after this, these barriers with tenacity. Because if you ignore them, then they will break up your focus with tenacity. So a question I have for you is, you know, what are you constantly bumping up against? You know, what is your Achilles heel when it comes to, you know, getting things done? And then I have an activity for you. And so if you're out there right now, take a note. But, you know, write down what your Achilles heel is on a sheet of paper. You know, when I say Achilles heel, it's really that barrier, that thing that you keep coming up against that you can't necessarily seem to get over. And so I'll give you some examples. You know, for some of us, it may be being late all the time. You know, for others, it could be uh, just uh, not necessarily preparing the way we know we need to prepare. You know, so getting the homework done that we need to get done to make sure that we're prepared for a success. But whatever that Achilles heel is, write it down on a sheet of paper. Then draw an X through it. And through that statement, whatever it is, so if it's being late, just put late on a sheet of paper and put an X through it or, you know, put a a do not enter sign, you know, but put something through it that basically negates it and write that in the middle of this piece of paper. And then at the very top of the paper, I want you to write, I will defeat you. And then at the bottom of this piece of paper, I want you to write again, I will defeat you. And then take a picture of that uh, of that piece of paper, you know, take a picture of that barrier with your phone and make it your screensaver, you know, and share it with your friends. Ask them to hold you accountable. You know, one of the things that I've found for myself is if I really want to get over a barrier, if I really want to get over a hump, you know, tell people what you're struggling with. And they'll help you out. Now, a lot of times, you know, we want to save face. And again, I said, you know, earlier in the show, you know, getting after opportunity is not always about looking good. And so sometimes you got to take it down and say, you know what? I do have some uh, some defects that I want to fix. And I'm going to tell somebody I trust about this. So that way I can have a breakthrough. So share this barrier with your friends. Ask them to hold you accountable. What I'm telling you to do right now is focus, focus on breaking down the barrier. And guess what will happen? You will have a breakthrough. And this is what I know. If you acknowledge the barrier and this is part of self-awareness, right? If you acknowledge the area that needs to change and you go after it to acquire the change, that's when you're successful. So that activity I gave you and that sheet of paper that you wrote the barrier down on and you put the X through, uh, you put that somewhere in your home that you can see it every day. It may be your bathroom mirror. It may be your refrigerator. Uh, it may be your, your screen saver for your phone, but you put that somewhere where you can see it uh, so you can get past that barrier. You know, for some of us, barrier, the barrier is time. What I can guarantee is you focus on that barrier, you focus on getting over the hump, of that barrier, you will have a breakthrough. So stop letting your barriers beat you up. You are the master. You should beat down your barriers. That's what focus can do. Seriously, you all, if you take the time to stop and figure out what's getting in your way, but first, you know, let's back up a little bit. 
figure out your purpose, right? Figure out your passions and focus the majority of your energy on those things. That's when you'll start having the breakthroughs you're looking for. Focus is what creates real power. Last week, I called it being undiluted. But focus is what creates real power. So are you focused on your purpose? Alexander Graham Bell said, concentrate your thoughts upon the work at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to a focus. Um, So come on and join the conversation. Like I always say, it's going to be as good as we make it. You can sit on your hands tonight if you want to. I can talk for a long time about this topic. Purpose is about being undiluted and operating at your full potential with access to all of your power. And so we have a caller right now. And Tara, you're on the air with Inspirational Perspective. Hey. Hey, how are you? Well, I wasn't going to call you. (laughs) Call in, but (laughs) you, you pushed the nerve. Uh, push you know, the nerve. I don't think okay. a lot of people, and I'll talk about just about uh, my community where I live. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can't even get to this part of focusing and discovering their purpose and their passion because they have so much garbage that they can't even get to. You know, they there's so much stuff that they haven't even begun to discover who they are. And give me an example of garbage. What do you mean? You know, um... Just like, okay, people who don't know who their fathers are, they can't, they don't have an identity or the way, their environment that they grew up in. So they use that a lot to, as an excuse. Okay. And so why I can't focus or why I don't have this or I didn't have that or I don't, you know. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. That, that's just what I find in my community where I live. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, at some point in your life, you have to get past that. What I did have, what I didn't have, you know, and just push through all that. But most people don't even want to push through it. And so, let, you let know, me, because it's so hard. Yeah. So let me ask you. All right. So, you know, what what about these things do you believe makes it so that, you know, people really want to use it as, you know, the crutch for why they lean on not necessarily being successful? Now, what would you say that is? Lazy. Because it takes work. Okay. I'm going to ask you another direct question. So you Mm -hmm. came right out and you said lazy. It takes work. And so I can use, and, and, so the, and this is what I mean by, you know, earlier in the show, I was saying, you know, I have critics out there who look at things from a deficient lens, you know, so mm-hmm. what's wrong versus what's right. But, you know, is that, do we look at things that way because we don't want to do the work? Is that basically what you're saying tonight? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that don't want to do the work. Anything worth having in life is hard. Mm-hmm. But I see so many people and I've talked to so many people and I find it more so in guys where I live. Mm-hmm. They don't want to put in the work. They'd rather be babied along the way. Okay. But who's got time for that? Pick it up and get moving. Right. But they have every excuse in the book. Well, I can't get this or I can't do this because of this, that, and the other. So what what do you Let's, say? What do you say to an individual like that that you encounter, Tara? Um, yes, you can. You can do it. Yes, you can. If I can do it, you can do it. You know, or the biggest thing for me that most people that I find that they can really relate to, that they can't relate to, but they hear me when I talk. 
is when I talk about, you know, how I lost my son and how difficult that was for me. Mm-hmm. And how there was, even though I felt like giving up and I really wanted to give up, that I couldn't. Right. And how I had to push through that. And, it, and how it wasn't easy. Right. No, and, 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 and I, can, I can only imagine. I know that I've, I've known you for a little bit now. Uh, mm-hmm. We've never met, but you followed the blog for quite some time. And, I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I do know that story. And so let me ask you, because what, what you said initially is when you called in is, you know, it doesn't necessarily work like that. So we're talking about barriers. And you, you said, well, mm-hmm. in, in your community, you know, there are all types of barriers around that inhibit your ability to focus. Mm. Right. Right. OK. And so you've identified the barrier itself. So my next question to you is, what is it that you need to do to get clarity and push past that particular barrier? I mean, so if it's the people around you, you know, what steps would you take so you can get clear on what it is that you want to do? For me or for them? For you. For myself. No, for you. For me? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Well, okay. I'm glad you asked the question. So, you know, I just, you know, got to thinking because I'll talk about me because that's the only person I know about. Is for me, once I went through all of my, you know, grieving and all of that, um, and it was so difficult, and my son was my life. Mm-hmm. That's who I was. He was me. I was him. And so when he passed away, I died with him, but I still was alive. I remember that as I watched him slip away. And so over the next few years, I was like, oh, my God, who am I? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I still have another child, but it's beyond that. But I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So, you know, and dealing with the grief, I kind of had to put that aside. But it came to one day, and I still had to figure out what I was going to do. So through my healing, I still had to push, push through every day to take care of my daughter. Now, at this point, it's been six years since my son passed. Okay. Something I'll never get over. But now at this point in my life, I'm like, okay, I had to kind of like rebuild myself again. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very spiritual about that, about rebuilding myself, and that's how I rebuilt. So now it's about me. I had to say, okay, since you really didn't know who you were when you had your son, now who am I now? Okay. So I had to say, okay, what is it about you that you like now that you put to the side? And what did so you? I had to and what did you find out? out? Yeah. So what did you find out? The things, what did I like? I had to ask myself, what do I like to do? Right. Okay, so I like to read. That? I like to read. So I was like, what is it that I like to read? So I got on Amazon. But you know what? Let's, take, let's take a step back, Tara. So okay. what is your purpose? Do you know that? I can't say I know that yet. You can't say you know that. I, lo- my, I, I, don't, know, I don't know that I know that yet. You want, do you want to walk through the five whys that I talked about earlier? Yep, let's go. Okay, let's do it. All right. So, okay. you know, so... What kind of work do you do? I'm an x-ray tech. You're an x-ray tech. Okay. Mm-hmm. And why is that important? Because I like to help people. Because you like to help people. Mm-hmm. And why is that important? I like people. I just, I'm a people person. I like to help people. Um, I like to see people smile. And okay. like to know that they, and help them feel better. And why is that important? 
Because it makes me smile. Makes me feel good. And why is that important? Because that's just who I am. Because that's just who you are. Mm-hmm. The smile? Because what? it makes me feel good. That's who I am. And why And why is feeling good important? Because it makes you happy. And so, ultimately, yeah. what, what I hear you saying is that you like to help people because it mm-hmm. makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So... What if that's something you began to focus on? I mean, so that's that's the work that you do. But what if that's what you focused on, not just while you're on the clock, but also while you're off the clock? Because it's something that seems to make you happy. But I do. But, you know, it comes so easy. I guess when you say that's your purpose. I'm not saying that's your purpose. What I'm saying is. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, but that's. It doesn't take work. Yeah, but. You know, you do that because you like to help people. You like to help mm. people smile because it makes you feel good. Mm. And because it makes you feel good, it makes you feel happy. And so, I mean, that's you see how that definitively provides you some direction mm-hmm. around where you should be looking? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. And so, you know, so then I guess the next question would be, what are the barriers that get in the way of you? Feeling good, helping people so that you can feel good. I mean, because ultimately, what makes you happy is what makes me happy. I'll tell you. And I'll tell you the barriers that get in my way. What gets in my way is time is just not enough of it, right? 24 hours in a day. And if I could buy two more hours, I would. I think that's just about all of us, right? Um, Oh, yeah. Time, rest, competing priorities. But what has really helped me is identifying, all right, here are the things that make me feel good. And regardless of, you know, the things that seem to need to get done, you'd be amazing. It's amazing what happens when you focus on your purpose, focus on what makes you feel good. The things that, you know, that you used to do that don't necessarily have to get done. They, I mean, we, we tell ourselves, these, you know, a story of everything and how it's supposed to go. So just something, just something for you to, to, to think about. And then the last thing before I let you go, Tara, is I, I do want to I do want to concentrate on that point of when you first called in, you said, what about those of us who have the barrier of our surroundings? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm paraphrasing you, but you said those of us who have the barrier of our surroundings. And so what particular is it the people and you mentioned guys who are lazy, et cetera. Is it the people that distract you from? Mm-mm. Then what is it exactly? No, what distracts me? I have other responsibilities and priorities. Okay. And that's what the so, distraction is? Well, that's what I put first. That's, I wouldn't call it a distraction. That's just what I put choose to put first right now. Okay. All right. So you because have because I have another child, so I have to put that first. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I have to work it, you know, and the rest of the stuff I just have to work in. Right. Right. So, because that's my priority. Okay. So, did you do the exercise? What did you put down on that piece of paper? And we've been talking. I haven't done the exercise. No, you haven't done the exercise. Okay. No, but I'm going to do it. But what are you going to put down as your barrier? My priorities. Competing, as far as competing priorities, da- I don't want to say my daughter is a as a barrier. No, no, it's not your daughter. I can tell you, it's not your daughter. No, I know that, but I my priorities as far as you know, I'll say it like this: I do it all. 
I'm everything at my house. I do it all. And I'm going to tell you, my listeners do it all. And that's why I'm keeping you on the phone. Because I think there's a lot of, seriously, there's a lot of people out there right now who are completely mm-hmm. identifying with what you have to say. This is real. This is real, Chicago. Yeah. So if it's some of you like, okay, why are you keeping on the phone? Because there are a lot of people who are dealing with exactly what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And so you have competing priorities. And so what will it take for you in particular to begin to identify your purpose, to actually do the work to identify your purpose. So I'm going to ask you right out, right? You call. This is probably why you didn't want to call. But, you know, let's be real, right? <laughs> did, you, did you go through the exercises from last week? No, I've been busy. You've been busy. I knew you were going to say that. You've been but busy. But let me tell you why. Wait a minute. Let me tell you why I've been busy. Because I have been searching. Searching for what? Purpose. I've been reading. So you've been busy. Listening. So you've been busy huh? reading. Yeah. Okay. All right, but you didn't go through I, the exercises. The books that, and the books that you you said I have ordered them. I don't have them yet. Okay. All right. So. So you're getting you know, there. I'm searching. It, it. I mean, it's a process. It is a process. Did you go through the twenty one IMs? No. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. I don't have that. I, I work. I'm a mother. Right. I'm all that. Okay. So let, know, me, let me ask you this. Last week, what did you do to relax? What did I do? Mm-hmm. Nothing. To, to relax? You to didn't relax. Re- nothing. No relaxation at all? No, I come home and talk to my daughter and watch TV. Okay. All right. But I work all the time, as much as I can. But you see what's happening here, right? I know what's happening. Do you know? But it's priorities. But it still is priorities. There is priorities priorities but at They're, the same right. time it, at the same time hold on hold on because I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to get you to back up and see something okay i know i know and i'm not seeing it but go right. ahead the priorities that you're talking about in chicago the priorities that she's talking about are they all number one priorities you're stacking things that you're stacking things in front of your life you get where i'm going remember last week i said this is urgent this is your life mm-hmm. so I can tell you some of the things you done. You did, right? You know, you have a daughter, so I'm sure you cook for your daughter. You you cleaned the house. You washed the dishes. You mm-hmm. you know, you made her bed. You made your bed. I mean, you did all the uh, things that. Okay. Am yeah. I right? I don't make be- her bed, no. Okay, so so you there are things that you choose not to do. Oh, can yes. you can you see how that type of busyness is getting in the way? If you say, you but know it what, still it I know, but it still has to be done. Does it? Yes. I can't allow my daughter's priorities because she is going to learn from what I do. Okay. I'm her biggest role model, so I still have to put my priorities first. And so, but you know what I hear, ultimately? What? Go ahead. I hear excuses. Okay. You don't see it? I mean, you can call it that. But still, I still have priorities, and right now, as being a parent, those priorities take precedent over anything else. My priorities are her, and they take and they, to make sure that she becomes a productive citizen in this world. And do you see how saying that is in front of your purpose? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm working up. it all. I'm working. I'm trying to work it all out. Trying to work it out. All right, so. Uh-huh. So, you know, the question I asked you is, 
you know, what's getting in the way? What's the barrier? What we found is you said competing priorities. You also said that you don't have enough time. You you have a daughter that you have to take care of. And these are all the things that you have to do. And this is why you can't necessarily focus on identifying a purpose. Correct? Yes. Okay. Now, when I said when I just said that, you pause. What? Why did you pause? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not necessarily I, that I agree, but I'm just trying to hear you. You're just trying so, to hear me. Okay. I'm just trying to hear you. Sometimes and, you just need to listen. Well, yeah, that's true. And what you're dealing with, there's a lot of other people dealing with. And I don't know that we right. can necessarily, you know, get to the very bottom of it in a few minutes, right? And so we've been on the line right. now about 15 minutes or so. And I'm going to have to let you go in a minute. But here are some things I really want you to consider. Last week, last week, one of the things I said is, and and for everyone else to consider, last week what I said is, this is urgent, right? This is the the direction of your life. And ultimately, your ability to take care of yourself, and you are number one, all right? Your ability to take care of yourself has everything to do with your ability to focus on your purpose. And all your other responsibilities fall second, third, fourth, and fifth to that, including your daughter, okay? Because if you don't take care of you, then there will be nobody to take care of her. And Absolutely. So, and so as, you, as you're putting every, your purpose on the back burner because of all these other things that you, you have to take care of, that keeps you in status quo. That keeps you right where you are. There's no movement. And can you see how that is... That in itself, the excuses, the, you know, the competing priorities, all of that equals, you know, the form of, hey, if I step outside and create my purpose, that's going to put me in a place of discomfort outside my comfort zone. And so I'm just going to kind of self-sabotage and stay right here. No. You can't see that. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) I agree. But hold on a second. Okay. I have been rattled to my core. Okay. Oh, I, I get that. I, nah, okay. I do know that. Seriously. I know. Seriously. I have been rattled to my core. So, and I say that to say this, because, so when that happened to me, mm-hmm. of all people, I was like, me? Really? <laughs> what is it that you want from me? I'm saying this to God. What is it that you want from me? Well, because why me? Okay. So being so broken, dealing with that, the loss of a child. Being so broken, there was nothing. I had no other choice in the matter but to be rebuilt. Right. Okay. So in, say, in being rebuilt, that means I'm in the process of discovering what my purpose is because I had to go and find that something I never found out before. And so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you do want to make a priority, Correct. Right. Okay. All right. And so this is the deal. We're getting close to the end. And uh, this is it was a great conversation. And I wish mm-hmm. we could have landed the plane because I think there's a lot of people out there listening who want to land it. You and I, we need to talk. We definitely need to talk so I can help you with this. It's really about the lens that you wear, Tara. It is. And I agree with you. Yeah. And so, but we'll talk. We'll talk. But okay. I'm going to go ahead and make sure I close out the show and give everybody the tools that they're looking for or how they can focus themselves. All right. Okay. And, and make sure you listen to those and then make sure you do the exercise. OK. OK. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Uh huh. Bye. 
All right. So Tara gave us a phone call. I'm going to tell you, I, man, I really wish I could have landed the plane with, uh, with all of you all listening. But what she is dealing with, I know there's so many of you dealing with the same thing. And it's, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is we get called in our own story. And when we get called in our own story, that's where the helplessness comes from. And so how do you get outside of your own story and begin to realize that shift happens when you do something different? And sometimes doing something different feels, you know, outside of the realm of what it is that you, you know, you're supposed to do because you've been doing the same thing for so long. And that's that's really what I've been talking about when, you know, we get down to purpose. So I'll say this. I'll take that conversation as a win all day, because hopefully there are those of you who, you know, who really identify with Tara. Thank you for your courage tonight. I really appreciate it. All right. So I do want to leave you all with a few tools. okay? and I'm going to leave you with a quote. You know, most people have no idea of the giant capacity we can immediately command when we focus on all of our resources on mastering a single area of our lives. And that's by Tony Robbins. Here are some things that you can do to start to get some altitude on creating a purpose and staying focused. First one, I know you all like music. Create a morning playlist. Put songs on that list that inspire you, that keep you focused on the fact that you need to create this purpose. And believe me, there are songs out there. If you don't know them, follow me on Spotify. I will make my morning playlist public so you can check it out. Also, create a poster that states your purpose. If you know your purpose, create this poster. If you don't know your purpose, then post affirmations that will keep you focused on creating your purpose around the house. Put it on the mirror, like I said, in the bathroom. Put it on the refrigerator. You know, and then post the sheet you drew tonight uh, with your barriers crossed out on your mirror. Um, Keep it there until you can crush that barrier and then you move on to the next one. This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to Inspirational Perspective's Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.